News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk. Former US President Donald Trump's been arrested on more than a dozen charges after handing himself into the notorious Fulton County Jail in Georgia last night. David Smith, Washington reporter with The Guardian, it was quite the mugshot. First time ever a US president has had his mugshot taken as part of a criminal indictment. And there is Donald Trump, but there'll be millions of his supporters who see this image um, of uh, their hero being targeted. And there'll be a, a rallying call to fight on for what they perceive as their version of justice. Presumably he's on bail now pending the trial uh, for the charges he's facing. That's right. Bail of uh, $200,000, um, which was all arranged um, in advance. So he was uh, at the jail for uh, only about uh, 20 minutes and he had that mugshot taken he was fingerprinted and went on his way again in you know a prime time television spectacle we saw him arriving on his plane which he likes to call Trump Force 1 and driving through the streets of Georgia uh, there was a fair gathering outside of uh, Trump sympathizers and uh, protesters and of course lots of TV crews Mm. All right, David, we leave it there for now. David Smith, Washington reporter with The Guardian. Matt Mayer is a former senior official in the US Department of Homeland Security. I spoke to him a little earlier and by, started by asking how this was different to Trump's previous court appearances. He actually had to show up and do a mugshot uh, and get booked where uh, that's not yet happened in the other three indictments. So this is where it's a bit different uh, for, for folks. Normally, if you're in trouble with the law and you are being investigated, your attorney will tell you not to say anything about the prosecutor or do anything that might be seen as interfering with the process. He called the district attorney a radical left lowlife. Uh, he's clearly not abiding by cons- the, the normal rules of the game. Trump never has and never will, right? I think because these cases are inherently viewed as political and in, in, in the Georgia prosecutor, I mean, she's already fundraising off of the indictment. So I think he feels it's free game to go ahead and go after her. Um, Trump is facing a busy schedule next year. He's got criminal trials in four different locations. There's a civil case, and think, atop of that as well. And he's running for the 2024 U.S. presidential election. So how is this all going to play out, do you think, Matt? I think she's trying to push for him to have a trial in October. So we're, you know, we, we're talking a couple months from now, and I think he has another one set for January and then another one set for March. My guess is all of those will essentially be moved back simply because given some of the volume of documents and other things involved in these cases, you, you, the lawyers are just going to need time to process all that material or to have a chance at creating a fair defense. My sense is, you know, with with appeals that Trump is going to probably successfully be able to kick, you know, most, if not all of these trials till after the 2024 election. Um, is, is it possible then, if those trials go ahead for the president to face them? Uh, could he pardon himself in the case of the federal? And is that where it's interesting in Georgia because that's a state crime? So he can pardon himself from the federal cases, but yes, you're right. Uh, the Georgia ones, he would not be able to pardon himself. That that could get very interesting where, you know, let's just pretend he wins the presidency, loses that trial. Uh, does he go to jail? So do we have the, the president of the United States sitting in jail trying to do their job? Or my guess is what would happen is there would be some type of of appeal 
uh, first executed. And, and then after that, they'd tr- probably try to get some type of deal that he would serve his time after his presidency. It is a constitutional quagmire. And of course, he would have to win the election in the first place. Is it unfair to categorize America in two different ways here? Those who are diehard Trump fans to whom uh, this is all a great big conspiracy and then everybody else who's watching on agog. No, I think there's really probably three buckets of people. I think you've got, you know, the 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 Trump fans that see this as purely political and trumped up charges. Uh then you see kind of folks on the left who see this as, you know, he he needs to be put in jail. He's a terrible man. He's, you know, worse than Putin. But then you have I think that third bucket which those people tend to see this as political prosecution, but they also think Trump's done stuff wrong. So that would be kind of your your ideal jury jury if you want to find a jury because those folks are the ones that aren't already settled on guilt or innocence um so that's what's going to be interesting because remember in in america in our criminal system you have to have unanimous verdict for a conviction so trump just needs one juror in in these four trials to essentially side with him um and and he wins All right, Matt Meyer, the former senior official in the US Department of Homeland Security, speaking to us a little bit earlier about the arrest of Donald Trump. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.